Have you ever considered having another child? One More Child is my story of personal growth and a journey of faith. In this book, I share snippets of my life and the reasons for the choices I made early on in my marriage. That was to limit our family size. However, the Lord had other plans and eventually we made a decision to have more children and this changed my life forever. I invite you to read One More Child, which is available in print and on Kindle on Amazon. This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. You've come to the right place. My name is Felice Skirwitz and I'm your host. On the One More Child podcast, we'll talk about our daily struggles, faith, family, children, relationships, and whatever the Lord brings our way. One thing you can be sure of, I will share helpful solutions and encourage you along your journey in life. And best of all, I know without a shadow of a doubt that the truth will set you free. This is your personal invitation to join me weekly on the One More Child podcast. Welcome. Today we're going to talk about parenting under trial. I just did an episode last week on marriages under trial and This is a continuation of that podcast as well, but it's the focus today is going to be on parenting. This is episode 10, and you can find the show notes at onemorechildpodcast.com. Well, parenting is not for the faint at heart, and I think a lot of times when we have children, we have no idea what we're getting into. When I had my first child, my um, experience with little kids was basically zero. I had not um, babysat, uh, you know, at all. I didn't babysit uh, my brothers that were seven and eight years younger than me, um, you know, were super little when I was a kid. And so I barely remembered, you know, taking care of them. And so, um, you know, I I was given this child at the hospital, you know, after I had a fairly easy birth. And I remember talking to the lady, uh, the nurse at the hospital, and trying to convince her to change the baby's diapers one more time before I took the baby home. And the nurse kind of looked at me and she said, you know what, honey, you're going to have to do this when you get home. So you better get used to it. And I seriously took the the box that they gave me that had the diapers in it looked at the side to figure out how to put diapers on uh, my baby. So to say that I was not equipped in the, you know, that type of, you know, (laughs) the needs of changing a baby um, is an understatement, but I did read tons of books on parenting and um, developmental changes and, and things like that because I did have um, a teaching degree and early childhood emphasis. So I was all ready to take care of this child once it got to be, you know, at an age where I could actually teach it something. Um, But I was totally unprepared for some of the aspects of parenting. And so now you've got a baby added to a marriage 
And then we wonder why, you know, we have issues in our families. So, um, but I want to take a break and thank our sponsor, Media Angels, and the book, One More Child. You can download a free chapter at MediaAngels.com and also check out the promotions that we have from time to time with the purchase of the book. Well, to say that I, you know, struggled just to take care of my baby's little basic needs, although, you know, once I got into it, I loved it and I loved giving kids baths and you know, snuggling and and all of that. But my husband and I were raised totally differently and our parenting skills reflected this in so many ways. I was raised in a household where I could do no wrong. I was super encouraged. And then my dad um, was a disciplinarian, but I still um, managed to get away with quite a bit in our family. Whereas my husband's family... Um, was much stricter. And so his parenting style became more lenient. And my parenting style was that of a disciplinarian. And so if you are in a family where you have the opposite from your spouse, you know what that means. Usually a disciplinarian is, is the fall guy, while the parent that is more laid back seems to get away without any of the blame. And that causes resentment in the family because... You know, you're the one that the kids um, always look at as, you know, well, dad will let me do it, but you won't. And we have to be careful not to allow our children to get in the middle of our relationship and pit one parent after the other. I'm a doer. I'm a researcher. I'm one that says, let's try this and see if it works. I'm the one who tries to identify the problems. On the other hand, my husband's oblivious most of the time and doesn't even know there's a problem or sees it as a problem. Well, when I had a diagnosis that I had a special son, I knew it was going to take major patience, something I found myself extremely short on, whereas my husband had patience in droves. He was so kind and encouraging to our son. But I expected my son to listen to instructions, yet I wondered how much he really understood. And so we had to temper that with, you know, an understanding and our our relationship had to grow and it had to change under the weight of having a child that was going to be more difficult to raise in the sense of having some struggles. You may be struggling with a child who maybe has some medical issues or a child who, you know, maybe quote unquote normal, but still is a behavior problem. So we all have issues that we have to deal with in our family, even with our perfect children. And so we have to realize that our, while parenting is under trial, we have to do more in the sense of being aware than some other families might have to. And I found that in times when things were not working for us, that I was keeping God around just for emergencies, you know, just for when I need him, needed Him and I would cry out to Him. Um, also, at times, we expect more from our spouse than we're willing to give. You know, I see that all the time, you know, in the sense of, you know, you tell your child not to do something and you both sit there and watch your child do it and you're expecting your spouse to get up and tell the child not to while you sit there and not act. We have to take it upon ourselves, right? And just do it ourselves. The third is thinking you know more than your spouse and I'm guilty of that. The fourth is, and I think we're all guilty of this, quoting an article or a book as an authority. 
one time I remember, you know, telling my husband um, through scriptures, I remember taking the Bible and angrily, you know, putting it on the counter in our kitchen and saying, I want you to read this scripture verse about, you know, something like, you know, woe to the father who won't discipline their son, that they're going to grow up foolhardy, you know, and I didn't do it very lovingly. It could have been done a lot better, but thankfully my husband was graceful enough to read that and take it to heart. And the fifth is undermining your spouse's discipline. We struggled with this for quite a while. You know, when I would tell the kids to do something and my my husband would say, you know, well, you know, and that in and of itself was enough for my kids to pause from doing what I asked them to do. And so we had to talk about it and we had to discuss it and come to an agreement, you know, so that we could both be on the same page. When you parent with grace, here are my my points that are so important that worked for us, and that is pray, pray, pray. Prayer is the answer for everything. Put your children under God's authority and He will provide friends. The second is parenting together. Discuss first what you would like to do together before you approach your child. So before I, I disciplined my child or you know told him what they needed to do without talking to my husband first, that was an issue. So once I told my husband what I expected and wanted to do, then he was totally behind me. And yes, it took some planning. It couldn't be done as spontaneously. And so we learned that one of the things that we tried not to do was if we didn't agree with a parenting style, if it was spur of the moment, we didn't talk about it in front of our kids. The third is realize that your spouse does have an opinion and listen. And if you disagree, explain why with grace and love. You can tell, you know, your husband, you know, or, or wife, I don't agree with you, but explain why. And no character assassination, you know, that's for sure. The fourth is educate yourself and share the information you find helpful only if your spouse wants to hear it or read it. I want to learn. I want to know all this stuff. And sometimes I'll share it with my husband. And sometimes, you know, he'll say, so what's going on? You know, what what did you learn new? He's always asking me that because he has come to enjoy the things you know, that I'm learning and growing. Like right now I'm listening to a book on Audible that I absolutely love. And it's about, you know, the grace and blessings that come from just doing the everyday, the things that we do in life that we don't even realize are, you know, such a blessing, not only in our own lives, but those of our family. And the fifth is, um, you know, which I've already mentioned, if you disagree with your spouse's method of parenting or discipline, discuss it later, not in front of the children. In front of the children, you want to be a united front. Parenting is a team effort, and my husband always says kids are gamblers. They will take the chance to push things to the limits. And friends, we don't want our kids pushing things to the limits. We want to be you know, have a strong marriage and also show our kids that we love them. And for those of you that have children that are uh, struggling, whether they're struggling learners or they're struggling with their health, you know, I will pray for you. I will keep you in your prayers because I know what you are going through because we went through it for many years. But I'm here to say, as I have adult children now, that God is good all the time and it has just been such a growth and a blessing in my life. And I'm just so blessed to be able to share this podcast with you. 
Um, I'd like you to check out my book, One More Child. You can find that on Amazon, but go to MediaAngels.com and find out about our special offer. And also, if you want the show notes for today's episode, go to One More Child Podcast and look for episode 10. Take care, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. You are on your way to a life that is focused on joy and hope. Thanks so much for stopping by. Connect with me on social media. Visit the website at onemorechild.com and visit the podcast page for your show notes at onemorechildpodcast.com. If you have any questions, be sure to write me at felice at mediaangels.com.